This is the Real Estate, Fitness, and Nutrition Podcast. I am your host, Heather Ford, and with me today I have Tammy Wolford. We are going to be talking today about uh, the lending side of purchasing a home. So Tammy is uh, a lender with uh, Union Bank and Trust here in Lincoln, Nebraska. So Tammy, tell me a little bit about yourself, your background, what you do with Union Bank, and yeah, whatever else you want to tell me. Okay. Well, I am a mortgage lender with Union Bank for the last seven and a half years. I've been in this industry for over 20. I've been married to my husband, Brian, for over 30 years. I have two grown daughters. One is a nurse, the other is a professional dancer, and a dog named Duke. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. That's awesome. Um, So Chuck and I have... Chuck has worked with you longer than I have. Um, Chuck worked with you back when he did real estate for home woods brothers woods brothers (laughs) you remember better than i do um and so when we started the business together we automatically decided okay tammy's our girl she knows so much about the business we love the way she works for their clients so we've really tried to align with you to um, help our clients out because if they're satisfied with you they're satisfied with us and everything so um we just are going to kind of talk a little bit about some things that might help people when they're thinking about buying a home. And we really wanted an expert's opinion um, or their side of things because Chuck and I are not experts. <laughs> so um, kind of my first question for you is, what is the biggest misconception or the thing that people don't understand when they come to you to apply for a home loan? Well, I think the biggest misconception right now is that rates are high. Rates are not high. They're still great. It's all about perspective. In the 1980s, rates were over 16%. In 2000, people were running in the door to get 8%. So no, we're not at our historic lows, but rates are still excellent, and it's still a good time to buy a house. Awesome. Awesome. And I would agree with that, too. Um, Chuck and I recently talked about interest rates, and 25 the lowest it's ever been. Right. So yeah, I get it. If you miss the boat on that, that's a big bummer. Right. Um, but but they're still great. They're, they're still, great. still low, and mm-hmm. you just have to keep it all in perspective. There's mm-hmm. no going back, but it's still a good time. Okay. Awesome. Um, and then, kind of, could you explain the process of applying for a home loan? What sure. What do people need to know when they come to you? Um, sure. For a home loan. So the biggest thing is you want to go to your bank first because uh, a lot of people get online. They start looking at what they think is the house payment, mm-hmm. and it's not taking into account that it's your payment includes principal and interest, taxes, insurance, sometimes mortgage insurance. When we're qualifying somebody for a home loan, there could be a homeowners association dues, other things that impact their, their ability. Mm-hmm. And we're looking at their debt-to-income ratio, which what we do for that is we look at their income And then we look at the items on the credit report, the monthly amount that is due, plus the uh, new mortgage payment and divide that by their income. And so for different types of loans, uh, what that maxes out at is different. So that's what your lender's gonna be looking at. And what I would do if I was going to see a lender is take along my pay stubs, my W-2s, things like that. Depends on what type of income you have. If you're a self-employed borrower, commission-based pay, we look at it differently. Mm -hmm. So when they're going to see their lender, they, they should take along their financial documents. They should know their 
their employment history for the last two years, where mm-hmm. they've lived for the last two years. Um, and, and they need to know, where is my down payment and my closing costs coming from? Mm. And, and really think through that. But if they don't, that's what we're here for, and we'll help them walk through it. We match them to available programs. We don't decide for them. Like We will give them options. Okay. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That's really good um, because I will. Ha- we have people come to us all the time saying, uh, hey, we want to see this house. Yeah. And we've never worked with them before. So we have no idea if they've been working with a lender or what their financial situation is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's a really sensitive subject for most people talking about finances. So it's really hard for, you know, for Chuck and I to be like, well, do you have the money to pay for a house that we're going to show you? (laughs) You know, we can't really do that. So we have to kind of, you know, we we try to ask them, okay, have you been to see a lender? Mm -hmm. Um, If they're like, well, no, then, you know, we're like, okay, well, you know, we can go look at this house, but you really need to talk with a lender like now, like today, like yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) So, and we always recommend... Um, you're always on our list, of course, of oh, people you. we recommend, but we always recommend working with someone, a physical person mm-hmm. in the area that you live. Well, the thing about these online sites are junk in, junk out. It, mm-hmm. You can go on there and say, I make X amount per hour and, and it'll spit back at you. Oh yeah, you qualify. But to give you an example, I had somebody call me. They had written an offer, had the offer accepted. They were relocating from a different part of the country. Those jobs we're on the East Coast. Mm. You, you can't work on the East Coast and live in Nebraska. Correct. So that income is not usable. Mm-hmm. So they had zero usable income. They've now have an accepted offer with this seller and it's a mess for everyone. And so you really need to work with somebody who understands the market, understands the rules and, and is going to get you to your destination. And, right. and it all things are not cre- created equal. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's and it's just people just get confused about home loans in general. So I mean, yeah, and I hate. I'm not gonna. I shouldn't point this out, but I hate Rocket Mortgage. <laughs> like they're <laughs> one of the ones that are just like they, they yeah. put in the numbers yes. and they're like, yeah, you're qualified. Exactly. But then at the very end, they're like, oh, by the way, you need twenty thousand dollars to close, and you're like, what? Where did and, that come yeah, from? Yeah, where did that come from? Yeah. Anyway. Well, and I think you could speak to this. If you have an offer from somebody coming in from a rocket mortgage or a local mm-hmm. lender, it, they tend to accept the, the local lender's offer Absolutely. because they, they feel like there's really somebody standing behind this. Yes. So that makes a difference to your to your buyer. Yeah. We've been on the buyer side of someone who had been pre-qualified with, I, I don't even know if it was an online lender. It probably was, but mm-hmm. and I didn't recognize the name. And, you know, it looked legit. So we're like, okay, mm-hmm. we're in a time crunch. We'll use it for now. And the seller and the seller's agent were like, hey, we'll accept your offer if you go to and get qualified by a local lender. Right. And they were open to it, thank goodness, the, our buyers. And I even, I don't, they might have even been qualified by you. <laughs> so that's <laughs> kind of familiar. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, we they it's, and it's so much easier for Chuck and I as realtors to work with local people because mm-hmm. I can say, hey, yeah, the house sat down on 30th or whatever. And you're like, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about, as opposed to waiting on hold and getting some voicemail and then they don't ever call you back and they're like, oh, just send me an email. And I'm like, no, I want to talk to you about what's going on. Exactly. So. Well, and property taxes work different in every state. Mm-hmm. There are just a lot of things that are unique to your community. And, mm-hmm. it, and I think it is important to work with somebody you trust so 
Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see. We talked a little bit about interest rates. You mentioned that it's still a good time to buy a house. Mm-hmm. What are the things that you're seeing, um, how it's affecting home buyers? Um, we've we've actually talked recently about people who are building homes right. and their rates are not locked in yet. Right. So, you know, they're nervous that they're going to get super high by the time that they have a purchase agreement. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what are some things that you're seeing interest rates are affecting home buyers? Sure. Uh, well, there's a couple things. So interest rates now are, are, depending on credit score, loan to value, loan size, all of those things, in the low fives on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage. Um, it, it depends. Like if your borrower has been to their bank mm-hmm. um, and they went at the beginning of January when rates were in the threes, they probably need to talk to their banker because if they were qualified at the top range, mm. like the, say 150000 was their max at 3%, their max is now a little different unless they've come into some additional cash. So that's that's impacting borrowers in that respect. Mm -hmm. As far as new construction, there are extended rate lock programs and uh, we have a program at Union Bank that you can fix for uh, six months, nine months, or 360 days. And that protects the borrower um, in the end from rate increases that have gone too far. And they do have, a lot of these programs have like a float down option Mm -hmm. when you get to a certain point. So it's a great way to protect yourself Mm -hmm. um, because rates are expected to go, I mean, no one can really tell you exactly, but with the, the Fed looking at increasing prime multiple times during the rest of this year um they're predicted in like the 5.75 to six and a quarter range but again there's a war there's all these things going on so no one can really tell you but but that's what the expectation is yeah and that's not terrible i mean that is not really not like people are like they're gonna be up to 10 or 12 and i'm like i and of course you have all the theorists saying that we're in a bubble or in another housing bubble i don't think we're quite in a bubble um, we're, we're in a weird phase, I would say, but I don't think we're in a housing bubble, so I don't think it's well, going to crash, <laughs> no. but yeah. I mean, there's talk of recession, yeah. um, you know, th- there's just a lot of things that, and anybody who tells you they know exactly what's going to happen yeah. is wrong Yeah, <laughs> because they don't. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Oh, let's see. I think I have just maybe a couple more questions. Oh, I do. So I just got back from a lunch and learn from an appraiser. So oh. <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about appraisals. Um, so it's my understanding that when someone goes under contract and they're using a mortgage loan to purchase the house, a lot mm-hmm. of times the bank will require an appraisal right. to make sure that the home is worth the amount that you are going to be lending to to the buyer, right. correct? Um, so what... Um, can you kind of explain the process and then what are some situations where an appraisal wouldn't be required? Sure. So the reason that we require the uh, appraisal is that it is the collateral for the loan. So we have to make sure that its condition and its value is there. The appraisal is there not to tell you you have instant equity in this house. Mm. It's there to confirm that this is a fair purchase price. They have to keep in mind it's a snapshot in time and that appraisal is only good for a certain amount of time. Mm. And they're going to compare that to uh, similar properties within a small radius um, to, to make sure that, that they're not overpaying. So it, that's the purpose for the appraisal. Right. Now, Fannie Mae sometimes grants what's called an appraisal waiver. And the bank, uh, we can't ask for it, but if we when we run it through an automated decision engine, which is what almost every bank does, right. it will either grant you the waiver or not. Okay. So Fannie Mae has a 
database. Mm -hmm. And if this property and its value is in that database and it's acceptable to them, then they will grant that waiver. A lot of times that's when you have a lower loan to value, good credit scores, and the value isn't that much different than, than what their database database has or what it sold for in the past. So that's great. I mean, Mm -hmm. it saves you quite a bit of money and we love to see that, but it's not something that we can just ask for. Right. Is, is that something that is done automatically? Like that you guys do every Mm -hmm. time you have, you're working on that loan or is it something that like the buyer can be like, hey, can you check to see if the database says or that? Or, you know, like, do (laughs) they have to, like, point that out that they're willing to do that or whatever? No, no. We we decision a loan um, and it tells us approve eligible or that kind of thing for, like, the debt ratios and all of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, It will give the appraisal decision automatically. Okay, gotcha. You can lose a waiver, though. Mm. That's the thing is um, it's not frequent but if something significant changes in the loan so so when we do it initially um and you know like if the borrow one borrower's income suddenly wasn't usable and your debt Mm. ratio is way different you can lose that if something significant but but that's not typical gotcha interesting Mm -hmm. um last um if someone comes to you and they don't qualify for a loan Mm -hmm. Do you kind of help guide them, like maybe give them a little bit of financial counseling, give them some ideas on what yeah. they can do? What What's kind of the process there? Sure. A lot of times we do. Mm-hmm. Um, we will look at what do we think the reason is, you know, that they aren't qualifying. Is it a credit score issue? If it is, we take a look at the credit report and see if there are things that they can do. Sometimes it's just a timing thing. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they've corrected all of the issues, but they're just not far enough away from that event mm-hmm. and and so it's a timing thing but sometimes it, what people don't realize is when you have uh, say revolving debt credit cards and you get at or cl- over that limit for that credit card that damages your score so mm. much so you know anything over 50% of the available credit starts to work against you when you are over that limit, it really impacts the score. So we'll get, coach them on, hey, mm-hmm. let's work on paying this balance mm-hmm. down. Sometimes people don't have credit, so we will help them figure out how to establish gotcha. that credit yeah. as well. And and sometimes they just need to save a little money or um, you know, it, take care of some issues in their life. And yeah. so we, we try to help awesome. with all of that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's awesome. Um, gosh. Well, I guess the last thing that I have to ask is, yeah. is there anything else that you would want to share that you want people to know when they come to you? Sure. I think something that's really important right now is when you're in the process of buying a home, this is not the time to go out and open new credit or increase your balances. And you know, you'll you'll see people get very excited about purchasing a new home mm-hmm. and then they go out and open cards to buy furniture or, you know, and, and that can impact their ability right. to get approved for that loan. So um, I, I would say that is not the time to do those things. Talk to your lender before you make any large purchases yeah. and um, really just communicate with your realtor and your lender about your situation. Ask your questions. We are here to help you. We are all on the same team and yeah. have the same goal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
Awesome. Well, Tammy, uh, are you on, I know you're on Facebook, you have a personal page. Do you have business social media pages that I'm not aware of? You know, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. (laughs) My kids make fun of me. (laughs) I really should. But yes, I I am on Facebook and Instagram, but it is personal. It's personal. So people can find you on your UBT website. Absolutely. Okay. At UBT.com. Tammy, okay. Tammy.Wolford at UBT.com uh, is my email and I'm happy to help with anything awesome. that you need. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. Um, I always learn something from you every time I talk to you and <laughs> this gal works very hard. So if you have questions or anything, she will definitely be a good resource for you. Okay. So um, thank you so much for coming and chatting with me today. And that's all I got.